0: Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray! Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo! Greetings Kooplings and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack! My name is Donnie Reese and we welcome you to episode 112 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, I'm joined this week, as I am every week, by my sister from another mister, Miss Caroline. What's going on?
1: Hello, I'm just going through the motions of life.
0: Mm, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna pep you up a little. We're gonna do it with this week's Mad Lib. Patreon oh. Mad Lib for those that support us over there at Patreon.com/slash PSVG. This one is titled "One More Game." So, Caroline, I need a noun. Piano. I need an adjective.
1: Uh, Bright.
0: I need another adjective. Dark. I need a part of the body.
1: Finger. <laughs>
0: I need a verb.
1: Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to, like, not make them as crazy because last week you gave me such crap that the verbs with IHG are just, like, crazy. See, I awful. just
0: always constantly have, like, my head in the gutter, and every time I read one of these things, I'm like, this could go, we should do this on DLC. This is what we should do. We should do Mad Libs on DLC. Yeah,
1: completely, like, done drunk. Yeah, drunk and Mad Libs. Like, um, a verb. I will say a uh, smile or smiles. A place? Mm, Japan.
0: Nice. Jump on. A celebrity and an animal.
1: Avril Lavigne and a panda bear.
0: What? Didn't she just release like a
1: pop album or something? She's turned into pop like after her third album. I love old Avril though.
0: I need a number and an adjective.
1: 273 and shiny. I like the word shiny. I use it a lot.
0: I need a last name. (laughs) Smith. A noun.
1: Uh, Paint. A type of food. A type of food? Yeah. Bread.
0: Now I need a, uh, yeah, give me a patron.
1: A patron would be Kyle Heyman. Kyle Heyman. I'm sorry, Kyle, I should know how to say your last name.
0: Give me a patron's first name.
1: Kyle. Oh, another, another patron.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh. Well, the next one that I was close to was Paul Calico, So, Paul.
0: <clears throat> a verb ending in ing. <sighs>
1: S- <laughs> I said smile already, so I can't say smiling. Uh. Well, just digging.
0: I need an exclamation. Snap. And a verb.
1: <clears throat> Blow. <laughs>
0: One more game. Here we go. Convincing your piano to let you stay up past your bedtime to play video games can be bright, but it's not impossible. Here are some dark excuses to use when you need one last game. My finger hurts. The only way it'll feel better is if I smile these cy- <laughs> smile these
1: cyborgs
0: smiling. That's a bad verb. Give me another verb.
1: Uh, that doesn't smite. work. Smite smite instead of smile if I smite these
0: cyborgs and save Japan yeah. the other one you could do is Avril Lavigne also plays Panda Hut so if you want me to be (laughs) successful in life give me 273 minutes to finish this shiny level another excuse is Mrs. Smith my paint teacher said that video games make you smart she plays Bread Assault, so she would know. I like that. Bread Assault is pretty good. Yeah. Let's see here. The next one is, there's nothing else to do. Kyle isn't here to play with. Grandpa Paul went to bed. <laughs> and it's digging outside. <laughs> wow. Your last excuse if you need one more game is, snap! If you let me play Night Blow, I'll clean my room. Think about it. That's literally what it says.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, like the people that create these things, if they're just trying to make quota. And I don't think there's, them. yeah,
0: I don't think there's people. I think it's just like generator bot.
1: You think? Yeah, yeah. It just spits like, out stuff into crossword and Sudoku things. Yeah, exactly,
0: probably. exactly. Caroline, what are we up to? What are you up to? What are we doing?
1: Nothing. Still? Absolutely nothing. Well, i i got i got a a cool achievement and wow um I unlocked the Nightborn race, which is an Allied race, which is not one that you can normally have. You have to become really, really, really highly favored with them. Uh, it's called reputation, and you have to do a lot of quests and stuff with these certain factions. And uh, this race is called the Nightborn Elves, and I got exalted with them, which means I get to make a character of that race uh, on my account. Cool, right? Uh, And then today I finally got my 20th pet cat, which is not exactly the easiest thing. There are 25 or 26 cats that you can choose from, and a lot of them are old pets that are like $50 cards on eBay or something crazy like that, so I'm not willing to pay that money for that. And uh, I grinded it out, and I got the achievement Crazy for Cats and the title Crazy Cat. Lady, so I'm never taking that title off. I'm very proud of it. It is very true to life. But I have not been playing any Nintendo titles. I don't even know if I'm going to take my Switch on the plane over to Dublin at the end of this week.
0: I don't think our folks know that you're going. You haven't like told them yet.
1: Okay, I'm going to Dublin, Ireland, not Georgia. Dublin, Georgia is a place.
0: It's It's not a place. It's not really. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> going to Ireland, and uh, That's we'll be there. Freaking awesome! Week. Yeah, it's it, it'll be interesting. It's going to be kind of a we'll hit the ground running and doing as much as we can in three days because we're only going to be there three days. We're coming back on the twenty third.
0: I just and- listened to Jenna Fisher's podcast called The Office Ladies. Yeah. Talk about her like over weekend night getaway to Dublin, Ireland, hmm. where they, they they flew there all overnight and they were bound to not let jet lag get to them. So they stayed up
1: Yeah, and then
0: they, they basically almost fell asleep in a restaurant and then they found like a poker tournament at a bar and they oh, stayed no. up all night long playing poker. And then they crashed in the hotel and they missed their next day's activities and they had to get back on the uh-huh. airplane and come back.
1: Well, apparently everything is decked out for Christmas. We're staying in this lovely old area of Dublin that's on the south side of the river called Temple Bar, which is named after the Temple Bar that has been there since the 1300s and is still standing. So we're definitely hitting that place up. We're going to the Trinity College Library to go. The Book of Kells itself is actually not out. It's being touched up and put away for safekeeping because I think they're doing some renovations, but we're still going to the library because Brian and I are book nerds. And we really just kind of want to experience that gigantic library for ourselves. We'll be going to the Guinness storehouse brewery, which I've heard is like the Disney world of beers. That will be fun. And then we're going to make a day out of, uh, old churches, cathedrals and the Dublin castle. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, it's probably just going to be, 90 to nothing for three days straight and i'm going to be exhausted when you come come back back. and
0: you're off work you have nothing to do you relax
1: yeah i'm officially i we have one more as of recording this i have one more day of work and it's been a really rough week of work because every all of my i feel like everybody's just realized holy crap she's gonna be gone this thursday through the (laughs) end of the year and we need this done and hey can you do this by the time you leave (sighs) Wow. I, uh, I'm i a little stressed, uh, but I am so looking forward to having time off. I really am.
0: Normally, I dread it
1: because I know that I'm going to be missing a lot of work, but I'm just over to this point, dude. I'm ready to ready to chill.
0: So here's the question. When you go to Ireland, are you just going yep. to, like, disconnect, like, turn the phone off, everything, if you and Brian? Or are we going to see, like, um... pictures and stuff? Can we follow along? Can we vacation with you? on Twitter or something?
1: I won't be posting unless I have Wi Fi to do that. I'm not bringing my computer. And I'm probably not going to bring my switch either just because uh, we're leaving at 8pm. Eastern time, but Mm -hmm. we're arriving after six and a half hours or so. And it's going to be almost eight in the morning over in Dublin. So we kind of have to sleep on the plane. Yeah. And I know going over are On the way back, I'm probably going to be sleeping as well, so there's really no time for me to app like a good time for me to play the Switch. Our layers are not that long. Anyway, yeah, sorry, I could. Uh, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I've got my Xanax. I've I was got gonna say drink my, and
0: Nyquil, but it's Xanax gonna be raining
1: and cold every day that we're there of course it it's is it's ireland like
0: what did you think it was going to be sunny and hot? Well, like- i mean like
1: <laughs> we were, act- we we're actually talking about like it's been really miserable this december in georgia so far it's been like oh it hasn't rain been and so bad cold. it's been raining cold for two weeks dude it's not it's like been-
0: okay all right
1: but so, we were but saying i have to i have to
0: soften what you're saying because um for our listeners that don't live in georgia what she's referring to is today it was like 43
1: well, <laughs> that's okay, not yeah, really cold,
0: cold for cold. most people
1: yeah, I know, but for me, it's just, it's just, ugh, it's so, and that's, like, it's just Today's weather. been, like,
0: the, the messiest day. Like, the other days haven't been so bad.
1: I feel, I feel like it was We've pretty much raining 60s. all last week. Anyway, what what I'm saying is, that Brian's like, it's literally probably the same weather system that's just going up the jet stream. Yeah, and it's true. You're going to, like, fly through it,
0: I, it, and it's going to follow and hit you again in an I'm
1: <laughs> not exactly happy about that, but at least when we get above all of the weather, it'll be sunny. Yeah. Fun stuff, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be playing when I come back. I don't know if I'm getting any games for Christmas. I'll save uh, that for the I,
0: second episode. We got lots of questions about that.
1: Yeah, I know Brian's getting a present for Christmas. that is possibly a game. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say anything here because I totally uh, don't want him to listen and be like, oh, sure, I know what it is. Yeah. It's
0: another thing you do. You load up on some podcasts. Maybe some audio books and like just Mm -hmm. put some headphones in and just relax. You need to focus on having a really good time. So what I was, the reason I asked the question I was going to suggest that you turn the phone off and just go disappear into the world for a little bit. Disconnect from the internet, disconnect from the news and Twitter and the following and all that. Just go away and then come back. I'm
1: a a very worried cat mom. And my sister is coming and keeping the girls. Like she's. That'll be fine. I know, but I have. A app downloaded just in case, you know, she needs to contact me. Otherwise it's ten dollars a day through Verizon sure. every time I use data. So yeah. I've uh I'm there for emergencies. Yeah. yeah, I probably I probably won't be using my phone much except just to take pictures. Good. Good. And now I love doing that.
0: Even like with my kids now, like sometimes I go on vacation, I'm like, all right, we're disappearing now. Like now it's time to go zero dark thirty. Goodbye. Zoop. Just go I wish off I and. could
1: do that. I'm just so anxiety ridden. <laughs> and
0: that's why you need to do it. Right. <laughs> like The reason I would, why I you need I to think do think it is because I think I would be more miserable
1: reaction. doing that than not.
0: Hmm. Well, I hope you enjoy what is, you know, I like I wish I could go to Ireland. Like, I mean, think a lot you. of people do. Like I enjoy this. Um. I don't know. I don't know their word. Enjoy this opportunistic like moment thing that you've got this opportunity, this yeah. like grateful.
1: I'm, I guess for thing me, that you get to just, do. I'm not a travel person. I,
0: I neither am it. I. I'm really not either. I, I'm with you there. I think every time I take a business trip or anything like that, I'm usually most of them makes fun of me all the time. I'm like I'm good for like two days. For two days, mm-hmm. I love it. And like that third day, I'm ready to go home. I'm like, all right, I've done it. I've had enough of it. Let's get out. Oh of here.
1: no, dude! For me, it's. 10 minutes into the car trip going somewhere i'm over it (laughs) it's the packing the bags i'm over it we we went to to my sister-in-law's graduation was um our way up in dahlonega and just doing that on saturday i was like this is just you know the whole day is just shock yeah
0: but that's an errand that's different than like travel travel like we went to um, new york city a couple years ago and i had a ball stayed up all night and day for 48 hours and then I wanted to go home. And like we were yeah. scheduled for like a week. And I did the same thing in, in Colorado. And I did the same thing um, in New Orleans. Like I, and Melissa makes fun of me all the time because it's almost like clockwork. I leave almost every event that I'm at like early. I always like find a reason to get up and leave because mm. I just, I want to get back home at some point.
1: Yeah. I'm just a hermit.
0: Yeah. I think That's... I am too. I, I spend yeah. a lot of money to make my home the place I want to be. I don't like, I don't like being away from it for too long.
1: I hate being taken out of my element. I had to go run to the bank to make a deposit today. And just going out for 15 minutes was like, I hate the world. I hate people.
0: (laughs) That's what we were talking about uh, on the DLC thing. When we we were talking about if we were millionaires and things. And I was like Mm -hmm. stunned because... You know, everybody else was like, we're going to travel the world. I was like, I'm not doing any of that.
1: So I make sure that I had <laughs> enough money to get groceries delivered to me for the rest of my life. So I never have to leave. The yeah. House. Like I,
0: I, I gave them this grand vision of like me building like my own little like compound amusement park that I would mm-hmm. never have to leave. I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I'm not doing yeah. any of that. Screw that noise.
1: Yeah, different strokes, different folks. I'm just a big introvert. Sure, that's what it comes down to.
0: I'm not really playing anything either, to be honest with you. So I'm going to join you this week. Uh, I played a little Fortnite. I won my first game ever. Cool. Yeah, weekend.
1: I saw your uh, I saw your big fat victory royale. I've gotten thing all.
0: second a couple dozen times. Like I've gotten I think I got second actually the first time I ever played. I got second. I've gotten yeah. second a bunch. I've never gotten first. I usually get you know sniped off by somebody who yeah, builds a tall you- fort and. You know, matched with the idiots
1: or matched with the good
0: people. Oh, I definitely think it was the Star Wars stuff because the Star Wars is with like lightsabers and you can um, reflect blasters and everything. So everything felt like cool. a little more melee combat. So I was actually almost more at ease playing this. I wish I could play mm-hmm. this event all the time because I had a blast. We Jack and I were trading turns most of the weekend. We played a lot Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. As I knew Saturday, if we logged in, we got the free stuff. They're giving away free stuff for the event. You get like yeah, a free glider and stuff. So I made sure I logged in Jack and he showed me how to play. And then I thought it was pretty cool. So I started playing and uh, I got like, th- I think I got fifth or third my first time. And I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I'll go again. And I got first and you should have saw Jack. He was like, oh my God, you won. Oh my- <laughs> it's like, take a screenshot. Take a- <laughs> like he wanted to like document it so he could tell his friends. Um, that was a real big deal for him. And was uh, already oh, so cute. That was really, really cool. And then uh, because of that, like I totally bought the stuff too. Like mm-hmm. I bought the skins and I bought
1: the blaster Because <laughs> they're sitting there and they have all the Star Wars the thing stuff. Things going like, on just for the month because of Star Wars coming out. Of right? course,
0: yeah. It's Star Wars yeah. mania everywhere as as discussed on PSVG Prime this week. Um, but I totally, I mean, hey, like they got me. I totally gave them, I think, 20 bucks and we already had some stuff. So we got the skins right. for Rey and the the Jedi and the blaster and all that cool stuff. So we've messing around with that.
1: I'm about to Blizzard some money during their 50% off mounts and pets sale when that hits. Yeah. You
0: know. So I'm wondering, like, what is the, um, what's the correlation between you playing WoW and then your spirit? It's like as your WoW time increases, your spirit decreases. It's like you've <laughs> you been on this... About- yeah, Are you-, you talking
1: about my soul? Yeah,
0: like your demeanor. Like the moment you've started playing WoW, it's like no, your demeanor has gotten less.
1: I really have just been kind of like going through a funk ever since... Yeah, like since you middle- started playing WoW. The middle of autumn, it, w- it really wasn't WoW. I think it was mm-hmm. just... I think I've been dying for Animal Crossing to come out so long. And it's like Brian says, Brian's like, yeah, you know, you've had a lot of games that have come out, but you haven't had like your game come you haven't.
0: out. Yeah, exactly. You haven't got that one Nine thing that games really games. grabbed you yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion was a nice surprise. We'll talk about that soon because we are doing our top 10.
0: Top 10 but games
1: of, of year.
0: year. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So uh, Shaq listeners listen to us live. We're recording two episodes tonight. We're going to go offline for the second one. We're going to record our Christmas uh, show, which will air next week, live, and we're going to talk about our favorite games of the year this year, and a little preview towards next year, so we can take next week off because obviously, Carolina is taken off, and I myself am taken off, so um, I'm not leaving the country or anything, but I won't be around either. So, we're going to mm-hmm. double up tonight and give you two episodes of goodness um, this week and then next week, and I play a little more War Groove. Um, that hospital thing is still going on. Like I said, it's going to be going on for weeks.
1: Oh, I I saw stuff on the news where they're bringing North Carolina people in.
0: Yep, yep. We had to put in the road closure for that and for the city and get that all speed lined and all that. That system that I built had to rebuild it again.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yeah. And, um, but it's all working now. Today was like the victory lap. Everybody was telling my boss what a great job I did. Um, Cause he, I think he was, and he's starting to catch my demeanor, I think, around the office. Cause he was like, you know, Donnie's been working like late at nights, early mornings. Like he's like, been working around the clock on this thing. And I was like, yeah, I have. Like, yeah. starting to get a little upset about it. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> um, my house. Ha- so we got the storms last night. Did they wake you up?
1: Yeah, they did because my good. cat was not happy
0: about it so that uh that hole in the roof that i had fixed didn't work
1: mm-hmm. so
0: i woke up in the middle of the night with uh water coming down the skylight oh
1: no are you kidding me that's
0: mm-hmm. got to be the worst so i skull i called the uh, i texted the guy actually at three in the morning i sent him texts and pictures like dude i'm mopping up water right now underneath the skylight he woke up feeling awful he came back and redid the whole thing like, really yeah he, he just he ripped the whole thing out and redid the whole thing, reframed it, reshingled, new skylight, everything. Just we're gonna do it again. This will never happening, and I think he felt real bad. He was like, "Oh,
1: that's sucks. very nice of him." It I was, thought, yeah. That's the same guy that fixed your sink, right?
0: It was, yeah. Same yeah. same kid. He's he's, uh, he's my age, and mm-hmm. uh, he's just uh, he does like gutters for a living. Like he installs gutters, cleans gutters, does that. Yeah. Um, but he's basically just kind of very handy. He can do whatever it is you kind right, of need. That's
1: like my dad. My dad's just like a um, Mister Fix It. Jack of all trades kind of guy.
0: Yeah, so that's all I've been up to. I I played a little war war groove, didn't even beat the third chapter yet. So when I say a little (laughs) war groove, I mean like 30 minutes of war groove. Mm. And uh, that's basically been, I've still been getting those cubic games. So if you guys have missed it, there's two days. We've had two games come out. So we had a game yesterday. We had a game come out today. Yesterday was like the GABA Runner game or whatever, and today is Puzzle Book. So if you haven't been following up with it, you already missed it Uh, because you do have to claim them every day. But, but... If you missed it yesterday and you still want to get the other eight games that are coming out, if you buy the game that was free yesterday, you can get caught back up. So you can buy the game that came out yesterday and then get today's game for free. The game that came out yesterday, I think, is 99 cents. So it's not going to cost you much. So if you missed out and you're listening to me live and then, like, this is out, you can do it. But if you wait another day or two, it's probably going to be not worth your time. You have to spend, you know, five bucks or so to get caught back up. But if you're missing out on those, like, we're still posting. I've been posting alerts in the Discord, psvg.blogslash Discord, um, reminding everybody to go claim those free games. Yep. All right, Carolyn, let's break down some news before we talk about the game awards and wrap up with a few questions. The big news, I think today, is not a whole lot of news coming out this week, is Pokemon oh. Go is getting a new buddy adventure feature. The PR announcement reads Buddy Adventure is a bonding experience for trainers. You'll get to know your buddy's Pokemon or your buddy Pokemon's mood as you increase your buddy level by playing with your buddy, feeding your buddy treats, battling and exploring with your buddy. In addition, swapping buddy Pokemon no longer resets progress towards earning candy.
1: That's a good thing.
0: Like any great Pokemon trainer, you will find the world around you will become richer with Pokemon by your side as they grow with you and help you along your journey.
1: Have you seen the video for this? Because they really- showed, they showed a guy bowl that was eating a Nana berry and they got to do some work on this because like the berry itself is clipping through the top of the guy bowls mouth. Like it, for some reason it, it just seems kind of come on, you know, if we're going to animate this, at least make it look convincing and don't have polygons clipping through each other. That's, that's what bothers me. Uh, but I do like the, uh, switching out the no longer resets candy because you could get all the way through a cycle towards getting candy and you have to walk a certain amount of kilometers in order to get one candy i think it's like two kilometers per candy maybe maybe it's one i don't know uh but you know especially during events if there's a specific pokemon that you want to bring out so you can start getting those candies that are for that event it's just nice to know that your progress won't be completely wasted. sure
0: yeah, it's just one less less barrier to keep you playing.
1: In a hot minute, even Brian hasn't really played it. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: Sinnoh um, just kind
1: of took the air out of everything because all the Sinnoh, Sinnoh Pokemon, I feel like in general that generation was just kind of stale. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I like Dawn. I like the protagonists and stuff. I like Sinnoh as an area, but the the Pokemon were just kind of meh.
0: I read the PR announcement I couldn't stop thinking of the new Chucky movie child's play with your little the, the, the oh, your buddy the, your yeah buddy. the dude's not, yeah the doll's name is buddy so they kept saying buddy this buddy that your buddy level hang up with your buddy and I was like wow this reads like the child's play movie um my second reaction to watching it was, I was like like how much further do they have to go where this is basically just Tamagotchi with Pokemon you, like, start mm. feeding, take care of it and everything. I was like, that's not actually, that's not a You're terrible idea. You
1: up at three in the morning? <laughs>
0: that's not a terrible idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've said this before. Barring some crazy new thing, I'm, I'm pretty thinking I'm, I'm over Pokemon Go. I haven't played Pokemon Go in, since, like, Let's Go. It's been a while. Maybe a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while.
1: The fad has passed, I believe.
0: I mean, I, they still have millions of players, so I'm sure they'll be oh, just fine. Oh, for sure. Yep. The Zombie Army Trilogy is coming to Nintendo Switch from the Sniper Elite folks, UK game publishers, and developers Rebellion are releasing the Switch edition of the Zombie Army Trilogy in Q1 2020. At least, I believe it's Q1. I I know the developer thing said 2020. I saw the blog, which I pulled the quote from, said Mm Q1 because they have the fourth chapter coming out, I think, in February. So I guess the idea is that this should come out before that, but I don't know if that's actually true. I've never played... Zombie no. Army trilogy.
1: I there until you told me that it was a spinoff after Sniper League. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a, sniper, it's a sniper game where you shoot zombies. So it's, um, it has like this, uh, it's like, so, so Hitler releases yep. his super soldiers, turns everybody in zombies, and you're a sniper and you go through and you, yeah. Uh, it has a good following. I, I know people there, you know, if you look it up, you Google and stuff, it's got pretty decent reviews. Lots of people play it. So it's a, it's a port that's coming to switch soon. I don't know. Yep. I, I haven't played it on any other console, so I can't imagine that I would play it on Switch, but it is a shooter. I not have a whole lot of choices to, you know, to pull from. Mm-hmm. Caroline, a massive Stardew Valley update. Update 1.4 is out now.
1: On Switch, it's been out on Steam for a little bit, so I'm glad. I, I, this might get me playing Stardew a little bit again, just for you know the time that I have off, because the fish breeding is something that I really. So you would tell
0: me, you tell me what this means. So I wrote down some of the things there has, but if you go to their blog, there's actually an entire page of updates. So there's mm-hmm. fish breeding. Clothes, tailoring, dying. Yep. There's a new mine content. There are a wealth of new clothing options. Now, what I can tell you, what they mean by a wealth, like over 300 new clothing items.
1: Yeah. Like they have so 180 they're really,
0: outfits and like 60 hats and all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, they're really, you customize your character in the beginning of the game and then you're able to change hats and stuff. And I think your boots or your shoes will show up as well as sprites, but really you're not able to change your clothes at all. So the fact that we're getting a clothes customization option in the middle of the game, aside from just the kind of sprites that are already there in the beginning for your character, is pretty cool.
0: Cool. So we get new hairstyles, buildings, decorations. Now tell me what this means. 14 heart events for every spouse.
1: Yay! All right. Heart events in general uh, for Harvest Moon... Rune Factory, whatever game you want to do. So they're kind of just like cutscenes where you're actually having a moment with the character that you're trying to woo. So in Harvest Moon games in the beginning, you had to witness all heart events at the color heart level. So Stardew is similar. They're not hearts per se. They're just little colored dots that are next to the character's picture. Uh, so you have one for purple, blue, green, yellow, orange, and red. So these new heart events are in addition to the ones that are already there for marriage requirements for your townspeople, that makes sense. Okay. I don't know if they are for – it says for every spouse. So Every it, spouse. It makes me think that it's post-marriage stuff okay. and not just um, – like dating and getting to know the characters.
0: You also get a new heart event for Caroline.
1: (laughs) Caroline is actually a green haired NPC. She is the wife of Pierre who runs the grocery store, grocery store, like the little shop in town. Um, I was not aware that she even had a heart event, which is, you know, for, for unmarriageable candidates like Caroline, uh, it's just kind of a getting to know the character kind of cutscene.
0: Okay. There's Trash Bear who will nip around town and clean up your mess after year three. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: And um, I, I, what I, I, I wrote this myself. There's unlockable content and what I put down as spoilery surprises. Apparently, there's several. Um, there's like a new mystery involving a cabin, and there's all kinds. Of, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there's all kinds of new story content as well. So if you haven't played it or you haven't played it in a long time, this con- this update appears to be quite the reason to at least boot it back up and go take a stroll.
1: Uh definitely the first time that I've felt inclined to play it since the night market event came out. The last I'm, I'm going to picking it back up.
0: The last game to captivate and capture my daughter's attention she hasn't really played yeah. anything since or like Stardew since Stardew.
1: She needs to probably get into Rune Factory. It's it's a dungeon crawler mixed with that kind of
0: Ooh, I don't think she'd like that at all. I think the dungeon crawling really? parts of Stardew is what turned what kept her from finishing. Okay, then. Yeah. I think Animal she
1: Crossing just part.
0: she just wanted like the yeah, Animal Crossing. She just wanted the I
1: heard the Harvest Moon remake that's coming out.
0: Hmm. Maybe now she's taken the stance that she's now she tells people she doesn't like video games. So oh. she went from loving video games and playing, and I've got all these pictures of her playing, to now she doesn't even like them anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really in any position to, like, try and make her play or buy or something, because I don't think she's even going to come back. Let's see. Let's hope so. All right, so the Game Awards happened last week, and uh, we had a few Nintendo-related announcements. Most notably, I think, Bravely Default 2... <laughs> was announced uh caroline i didn't write down any details here because i figured you would have all the stuff that you'd like to talk about Uh,
1: well we'll just talk about uh revo or revo however you want to say it uh they are the musical geniuses behind the original bravely and bravely second games they are coming back they're doing the soundtrack for this these guys are like so big to the point that they have tours in japan yeah like their concert is a big deal
0: yeah it's like Uh, persona over there
1: just for Bravely Music. Yeah, Bravely is a big deal over there. So like uh, I'm, Bravely I'm Default
0: 2 is technically like the fourth game, right?
1: N- it's the third game. So there was Bravely Default, which was the original cast of Tiz, Agnes, Idea, so like, and re
0: Bravely Default was a released in Japan. And then they re-released Bravely Default with new content in America. And that's what we know as Bravely Default. So I think the Bravely Default we know is the second game, technically, and then we got believe- bravely second.
1: I don't mm, I'll have to check that. I don't okay. know that. That was fact. my
0: impression cuz I think and I maybe I and you would know more than me. I haven't played these games. I've played a little bit of them. I had them both. I have not beaten these games, I guess is what I should say. But I I remember following it when it was in Japan cuz it was making like the blogs and stuff. I think Bravely Default the game came out in Japan. I think they added like an extra story content and that's what we got like years later, maybe a year, two years later.
1: It was about a year later because I remember it came out. No, no, no. Oh, wait a second.
0: And then we it got bravely really... second, which is weird. Cause how does bravely default Two fit in with bravely ah, default second?
1: Right, all right. All right. So bravely default flying fairy was the very first release. Japan, only, um, right? Yes. Yeah. October 11th, 2012. The, Quote for the sequel was the additional content that yeah, was yeah, yeah. added to Brave Fall. Because the
0: reason I remember that is it's, it's kind of like um, it's like Dragon Quest and uh, and um, like Yokai where we were getting versions that weren't like on time.
1: Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, so the for the sequel stuff was all encompassing for Europe, America, and Australia. Flying Fairy is just the base game, but really it's pretty much all the same game. I, they just got to re-release with extra content. You're right, but it is still the same game with the same characters. Bravely Second is the second game, and it is a direct sequel to Bravely Default. So Which is weird because now we have
0: Bravely Default too.
1: Right, we have the <laughs> same characters in Bravely Second. This one, from what I saw in the in the trailer, what little we got. Brand new characters, brand new setting, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: completely unrelated to the first game's characters. So that's why I believe it's called Bravely Default 2 and mm. not Bravely Sick. Se- so then do we get Bravely Second 2?
0: Bravely Sick. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like we're like in, like in like a Final Fantasy 10 2 type situation.
1: Yes. As okay. soon as I heard the music, I'm thinking, sounds just like Bravely soundtrack. And oh, then. Yeah. They started showing the people that were working on it for Bravely and Octopath and the Octopath Bravely style of the sketches with the watercolor art. And I was like, it's a Bravely game. I knew exactly what it was. Uh, I can't wait. This was for sure a big, uh, like, (laughs) it was like he said, he's like, you guys are not expecting this at all before he showed the trailer. And he's right. I kind of wish that we would also get maybe... A bravely default and bravely second port to switch. Ooh. I think that they would. They didn't be... give us any
0: time frame, so like we are not expecting this next year, right?
1: Well, it said twenty twenty.
0: Oh, did it? Okay.
1: Said twenty twenty. Okay, good. Um, wow. So, yeah, I'm thinking at the end of next year. Sure. What we saw was basically concept art and uh, the models of the main characters, but I don't know how. Far
0: I know this isn't saying anything that people don't already know, but man, is the Switch like the new JRP machine?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God, there's so and many of are- them now. They're everywhere. Final Fantasy, Bravely, Dragon's Quest. I mean, they're everywhere. They're yeah. they're constantly coming coming out.
1: Yep. Wow. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I I'm hoping that as big of a thing it is in Japan, and we did have a nice re-release of Bravely Default when Bravely Second came out. That was kind of a collector's edition re-release. I'm hoping we get some sort of pomp and circumstance edition of Bravely Default 2 in America, because you know Japan will definitely have it. It's kind of like, I honestly see Bravely as the really elaborate editions up there with the Zelda franchise. There's really, really nice stuff. I own both art books, so they there's clearly a following and, and there's a lot of nice art and materials that they could do something with for a really pretty edition.
0: I think I've learned my lesson with Dragon Quest XI. I don't know how many of these I can sign up for. I still haven't even popped that cartridge in.
1: You just don't have the commitment to <laughs>
0: I don't have sitting the space. down and playing. Like I don't have the time. I don't have the space. I don't have the window for it.
1: I guess. It doesn't it's exist. Also, it's also just a commitment to sitting down and making sure that you're going to finish it through to the end. Uh, that's a lot of things with people with Bravely. They just gave up on it. Um, it's It's a difficult game, too. It's not a JRPG that I recommend if you're not new to the, or if you are new to it, I don't recommend it. It's a very difficult turn-based RPG.
0: Yeah, I'm like RPG noob. I need RPG light. Yeah. I like Pokemon games.
1: <laughs> Bravely Second is even more difficult. It's pretty somebody. though. It, oh, it's all beautiful. Yeah, the 3DS oh, version I'm- was
0: really, really pretty. It was really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Even uh, on 3DS, it was gorgeous.
1: For somebody that is... um Oh my God, I completely lost my train of thought. It's okay. We can move Sorry. on. Sorry. No, we can move on. I just okay. completely. Lost
0: it. Um, to equal Caroline's excitement for Bravely to Fall 2, No More Heroes 3 got a trailer. And uh, boy, was it an epic one! Now, I did not watch the Game Awards, as I've I've said many times already. I, I really don't watch the show, but uh, I did see the the Twitter light up for this, so I immediately took to YouTube and I watched the extended trailer. So it starts with this studio like Ghibli type art style, and it has this awesome like basically a troll like this swerve where you didn't. I don't know. I I actually thought we were looking at like a Nino Cooney game or something. I was like, I don't know what this was until. I started seeing the characters and started like seeing them talk to each other, and hearing the names. And then all of a sudden, so we, we see the alien, we see Foo, which Foo was already announced um, by Pseudo 51 And then we see Damon, which is Damon Ricitello, which is the the main antagonist from Travis Strikes Again. He's like this evil corporation, or he's not really evil per se, but like he beats crap out of, um, out of, out of um, was it Gene? No, it's not Gene. Anyway, he beats crap out of somebody and takes a death ball. That's what you know about him. He's in one of those little narratives in Travis Strikes Again. And um, he's just kind of like the opposite of Travis. You know, whereas Travis is like the whole punk and, and uh, make my own rules. And Damon's all very like corporate, just kind of douchebag, you know. Yeah. So um anyway, long story short, aliens come back down. You see Damon. It's got this whole big city thing. Foo shows up. You got all these aliens. It's like super galactic. You know, there's the, the GD superhero, which, by the way, Totally bought that shirt. The moment yeah. I saw it, I was oh, like, oh, really? oh, absolutely. I was like, I need that shirt instantly. As soon
1: as he said that this world, apparently, superheroes are really popular, I knew exactly yeah. what it was as soon as he said that.
0: And then uh, Travis smashes through the uh, the logo and uh, announces that he's a, he's a GD superhero. And uh, that is that is pretty pretty awesome. So my, my immediate takeaway from seeing No More Heroes 3 again at the Game Awards is... I'm starting to become a little taken aback by how much publicity that No More Heroes is suddenly seeming to get. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's like the snowball is just rolling in their the favor.
1: Other, I don't remember the other games getting this much press. No.
0: We've seen this thing in at E3 in Nintendo's Direct. We've seen it in other Nintendo presentations. It's been completely highlighted and marketed. And Travis now we see it at the Game Awards. It's gotten more publicity and showcasing. Than Animal Crossing, like <laughs> than a lot yeah. of games, like the games that are coming out soon. And I was just like, "Wow!" I wonder how it's going to sell, because um, Grasshopper's not like a very big, you know, company or publisher. So I don't know. Maybe they're treating it. Maybe they think it's going to be a big deal, or maybe it's just the nearest thing that's available, or maybe they're just really open to partnerships and are, you know, taking all, taking yeah. on any opportunity. I don't know. I, I just.
1: Mean, um- wasn't Travis Strikes Again featured on their Indies like yeah. their Indies thing a mm-hmm. couple years ago? Yeah, so maybe they're trying to elevate the status.
0: Maybe they are. Travis for Smash. I
1: don't know.
0: It's like is it like what do you got to do to be qualified for Smash? Like it's like do you, do you get to headline conferences? Because Travis seems suddenly to be headlining things, and I, I'm I'm okay with it. Like I'm I'm actually very excited. For Suda Fifty One and Grasshopper and Travis the character and these games to get some publicity, I don't know though. Like it, it's definitely not showing on my Twitter feed and my echo chamber. I'm not seeing lots of people who like get excited for it, and that's like what I'm used to. That's what I'm accustomed to. I'm accustomed to like I like Travis Strikes Again. I like No More Heroes. Like not necessarily telling people so much that I like it because yeah. it's a gritty, chauvinistic. Yeah. grindhouse type of game, you know, it's not like, I love Mario games. So, like You tell people, like, oh, dude, I love Travis Touchdown. It's got some connotations that come with it.
1: <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's got this, some otaku things that kind <laughs> of come with it. So, anyway, I just, I was a little surprised. I was, I was, not even a little, I was majorly surprised that this was at the Game Awards of all places, to be honest with you. On such a grand stage. I'm really excited, really excited for Suda51. Man, I really hope they nail it. I, God, I, I, I mean, I obviously want the game to be great. But even if they gave me No More Heroes 2, I would still be super excited. You know, like, I really like the game. But I would love for them to, like, really hit it out of the park. I would love for this to be, like, an Astral Chain type of hit. I would love for lots of people to play it and be like, this game's awesome. That would be amazing, because that would give them all the ammo I think needed to put some time into remastering and getting the other ones out. I don't know. It was just a little taken aback that it was there. And, and it was shown for so long and had, like, such a presentation and, and kind of you know, was staged appropriately. It's, it's, it seems like Nintendo and grasshopper. It seems like everybody is really trying to push this game as, you know, this is a big tent pole. This is a big mark. This is a marquee release for us. And we want you to know about it. And I'm just not really used to that. So I'm a little caught off guard. That's like my main takeaway from, I'm just a little caught off guard. I was like, wow, this is, this is pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, There was some controversy that followed the trailer that came out. There was an animation company named studio Plumeau, which alerted on Twitter, they um, tagged Grasshopper and Suda and said that there was an effect in the in the trailer that essentially was plagiarized, copied directly from them. And they actually had a one a side by side presentation, like slowed down to the millisecond, like, "Hey, here's what we did." I think it was in 2011, and then here's what you just put in your trailer. And uh, and I, I expected it. there was a, a long tr- Twitter thread about what was going on and everything. And I was really excited to see that both Grasshopper and Suda. Um, They acted quickly. They they acknowledged it. They said it was there. They looked into it, and it turns out what it was is they were working with a production company that helped them make the trailer, yeah. and they bought video effects from another animation studio which had plagiarized the original animation studio, yeah. and all of it has been worked out. And they all said thanks, and, and they they all kind of resolved the matter. And I was happy to see them do that. But yeah, it sucks to see that little tw- trending on Twitter. I don't think many people knew about it or noticed it. But no, it I was saw something.
1: it. That's just because I have. The news sources
0: on my yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 got new DLC. So they got some new skins for Cable, Gambit, Iceman and Phoenix and a new player versus player training mode. And then Nintendo took home prizes for best family game. Luigi's Mansion 3 best fighting game. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate best strategy game. Fire Emblem Three Houses and quote, the player's voice award, an award that's strictly determined by fan votes given to Three Houses.
1: Yeah, I voted on Twitter like a bunch for that, so we did it, Twitter. Yeah, I think the like-
0: Fire Emblem fans are extremely vocal; like they, they oh, rival anybody.
1: Sure, like yeah. it wasn't even close. Sure. The, the final four, Fire Emblem Three Houses was leading by forty percent last time I saw it. Smash. So the other sixty was split between the other three. See?
0: what a what a what a little event for a Nintendo. So the, so I guess the ultimate reaction was we didn't get Smash, no Smash character. No, so winter direct, gotta be right. January, I,
1: mean, I, I think January will. January,
0: know. yeah, it should be. Yep. And uh, we didn't see anything. Like there was no Breath of the Wild. There was no Mario. There was nothing, nothing. There was just these. No types of Bayonetta three. No Bayonetta three. Yeah, good one. Forgot about that years one.
1: Since they announced the teaser for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think some Nintendo fans might have felt left down by it, but um, I wasn't. I think Bravely Default two is a as huge announcement.
1: Definitely made it worth me watching.
0: Seeing more Travis Strikes again, it never gets old. I want that GD superhero as a tattoo, maybe. I told the Melissa, she looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, freaking, I loved it the moment I saw it. I was like that is awesome. I need that needs to be a canvas, like that's going on the wall. <laughs> so that's that's really cool. I like that artwork. All right, let's get into our shack questions direct from you. The first one comes from Professor Switch, and he wants to know why oh. Caroline won't play League of Legends with me.
1: League of Legends. Uh, Joel is back League into the Legends. streaming scene. It's nice to see him. It's a new indie Switch game.
0: League of Legends.
1: Yeah, League of Legends. <laughs> uh, my League ship sailed a long time ago. Kind of like how my WoW ship sailed a long time ago. But I got a taste of League again with that Arena Valor game. You remember that came on Switch that Tencent has completely dropped all sorts of, you know, they're they're not supporting it anymore. I think it's completely dead in the water. Wow. Wow. Uh, but Arena Valor made me really rage. Imagine that 10 times worse for League of Legends. It is extremely toxic. I am extremely competitive. It's not a good mix. You match. are
0: extremely competitive. I don't like competing against you.
1: Yeah, I, I get very angry very quickly. And I'm sitting there in chat trying to backseat game for Joel. And I'm like, <sighs> just watching. Just watching. Wow. I'm getting freaked out by it. So I that's why I can't do it, Joel. But Joel, you should totally join me back on WoW. Totally you know you you know the old lady. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Join the
0: crazy <laughs> cat lady. Uh Drew wants to know what Nintendo series are you hoping comes to switch next year? He suggests you would love to see a WarioWare game that uses the Joy Cons in creative ways.
1: Mario Golf. Yeah. Yeah. God, I, I feel like a broken record sometimes. That. Well, I mean, like, I I'm feel like we're so predictable Nintendo games that we haven't had that I just need. So when we talked about and
0: job. I mean, we'll get into this in our next episode when we talk about some of our 2020 stuff. But after our E3 stuff, I think we talked about a WarioWare. Like I, I think I don't I remember saying that.
1: Mm, I remember yeah. saying that. Yeah,
0: I think because we, we we had the podcast with Kevin where we were trying to figure out what would be the next franchise, and I, yeah. I thought it was like, well, WarioWare. We haven't had a WarioWare game in a while, and that makes sense. Right. That could be next year's Mario Tennis or next year's Mario Party. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Mario Party, like is that game just done? Are they ever going to like update it or give us any sort Never of DLC update. or updates or yeah. let us play online? It's a really good game. I still have that game. I plan on playing it next week. Great Christmas game, but man, it'd be really nice if they, I, I felt like they were, I felt like they had a really awesome base, and if they could you know, open some things up and, and build on some online, we'd have a great Mario is, Party game, and we haven't heard about it since it came out. It's like nothing. Mario
1: Tennis Aces the very good free They DLC updated it for
0: like two <laughs> years, they kept updating.
1: <laughs> but Mario Party hasn't gotten anything. Zilch. I think It's Nada. like 1.0.1 like 1 or something. It isn't like
0: Mario Party, that. didn't it sell really well for like the recent Mario Parties? I thought it sold well.
1: It came out in October of last year, so I think it did well generally for Christmas sales, but I don't know how well it did. I think Mm. it came out – yeah, I think a lot of it just sold in October. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at numbers. but It's
0: hard for me to get past the Mario Golf. That's like the one major franchise that I would really like to see. I mean, obviously, I'm always happy to see – Zelda, I've, I, I said last E3, next year will be the year that we get a Mario game. Like, I'm on record with that. I think next year's Mario, then Breath of the Wild is the following year. Sure. So, yeah, WarioWare should mix in there, throw in another Kirby something. Maybe they throw in a new IP. Yeah, like, they've they got plenty of stuff. we got Animal Crossing, got a lot of stuff. Save a little bit for the next, next episode. Yep. Next question comes from Kaiju. In my opinion, the 3DS library is one of the best out there. But as the years have gone by, I'm noticing the Switch library starting to gain some legendary titles. Do you feel the Switch library has surpassed the awesomeness of the 3DS? If not, if not, what games would it take to do so?
1: Uh, I have more 3DS games than I have any other. I do too. So right now.
0: Here's the, the difference between the two libraries as i see it right now is that the switch doesn't have the sequels that the 3ds does this
1: is true but the switch has only been out for three years exactly
0: but the The switch has
1: almost you know the same base
0: (laughs) and likely maybe a better base right um i was thinking about it you know because this is going to come up for me next this is going to come up for me this weekend. So if you're listening to this, I'm going uh, – this weekend we're recording an episode of Bored with Video Games that will come out next week right before Christmas where we talk about our 10 favorite games of the decade. And uh, I've been stressing over this list quite a bit because I always – in my own head, I get into that whole thing of best versus favorite, which I'm trying to let go of. I'm trying to just pick my favorite games. But what mm. I noticed when I was doing that, I really don't have a whole lot of inclusions from 3DS – And from Vita and any like real portable stuff. And um, I've said this a long time. I've never really been a portable player. 3DS was really my first portable system. Mm -hmm. And while I do love the 3DS's library, Mario Golf World Tour is my favorite in the franchise. uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is my favorite in the franchise. Animal Crossing New Leaf is my favorite in the franchise. These are my f- my favorite installments in those franchises, but I definitely don't know if I'd call them my favorite games of the decade. Like, they're still not, they're not on the Breath of the Wild tier of type stuff that I've been playing. And I think that's just me as I strictly kind of get towards, I mean, I think I'm a console-specific player. But I say <laughs> all that to say this. I think the 3DS has a great lineup of content. There's a lot of it. Um, I don't think they have a whole lot of, like, truly great, ultimate, you know, generation, decade defining type games.
1: I I disagree.
0: I think Fire Emblem Awakening might be my best. That might be like the best that I have to offer in that regard.
1: Animal Crossing New Leaf.
0: It did redefine Animal Crossing.
1: I played that game for like two years straight.
0: I know that, and I, I understand, and I and I I appreciate and respect the fans that love that game, and I I played it or a lot. I didn't play it as much as you, but I I played it a lot myself, and that's more than I can say for most Animal Crossing games. And it was definitely a standout on the system, but standout like on the like. So the, what I'm really trying to say is, the Switch has Breath of the Wild and Odyssey. If you know, if you want right. to throw that in there, I don't think the 3DS has that. Like I I don't think New Leaf is Breath of the Wild, and I don't think. Fire Emblem Awakening, I, I just think, I think that's, like, the big difference is it doesn't have those, you know, genre-defining I mean, games, if you will.
1: Like, but, I mean, like, those, it's also a matter of capabilities. I think True, I know that. Mm.
0: It is tough because it's, you know, it is truly a portable. It's a little handheld where the Switch like is to a like console.
1: write a comparative essay on this kind of thing because I think I, if I sat down and made points, I would have a lot to say.
0: There's definitely more um, quantity. Like, I think Link Between Worlds is better than Link's Awakening. Remastered.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I think Awakening
0: is better than Three Houses.
1: Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I think I love uh, both. And, I love them both in their own right, but uh, for for different reasons. They're very different games. For me, you know, we're talking about the JRPGs. 3DS was my JRPG machine. I had Fantasy Life. I had Bravely. I had all the Harvest Moons. Then Story of Seasons. Um Etrian Odyssey, Radiant Historia was on there. I didn't
0: play any of these.
1: Oh, just so many good JRPGs. Uh I think Switch, like we're talking about, Switch is going to get those JRPG titles it's now because gotten, there's like
0: tons of them. There's
1: a I know, dozen I know, but them. but you got Tokyo
0: Mirage Sessions coming like they're they just keep coming.
1: Well, we're gonna be getting an. If the next Etrian Odyssey game, it's not going to be for some time.
0: Shin Megami Tensei. Uh,
1: Nexus came out late into the 3DS's lifetime. I think early this year or late last year or something like that. It, I think in time, it probably will get to that 3DS status. But right now, it. I know quantity doesn't equal quality, but I have so many... It
0: does have quantity.
1: Amazing games.
0: I'm looking at my 3DS now. I mean, I've got over 100 games here. Um, I've got 40 or so virtual um, console games. I've got Shantae. I've got Shovel Knight. I've got, Shantae. you know, the Metroid games on 3DS were fantastic. Um, Blast Ball and Federation Force and Samus Returns. Uh, I really liked Mario Party Star Rush. I you know a lot of people don't agree with that. Um, I've got Rhythm Heaven here. I've got Mario 3D Land, which I liked. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Odyssey is better than 3D Land. You know, it's got Kid oh, Icarus. Uh,
1: 3D Land, yes.
0: So, uh, I guess my issue with um my issue with saying one's better than the other, I guess where my opinion falls down is, I really like the 3DS's lineup, but it does feel, without sounding like derogatory, like the 3DS's games are like they're like little games, you know, like it's Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time and Star Fox, and you know, like it's not big new new games. It's a lot no, of no, like it ports was it and was a huge and,
1: port machine. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So it's got a lot of stuff on it um, and it was really priced well and all the games are like cheap and available. So, I mean, I, I like it. I really do. But um, if I had to pick one or the other, like if you could only play like right now, you take the 3 library of games to play for the rest of your life, you can play the Switch's games for the rest of your life. I think I'd take the Switch's games for the rest of my life right now, today.
1: I think I, think I would too, only because I think the amount of just the JRPGs that I know will be coming. Yeah. And the Harvest Moon titles, Story of Seasons, Rune Factory titles that will be coming. The promise God, there's of so that. So
0: many JRPGs. <laughs> coming to switch. It's such know. a JRPG machine.
1: It's a machine. Uh I I'm glad yeah. you're here to do
0: this with me because I don't I don't know how many of these I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick like one. I think that's what <gasps> I gotta do from now on. I gotta pick one I'm like I'm gonna play one. I'm gonna pick one game and try it.
1: I think you would have really liked Fantasy Life. It was like this adorable JRPG slash I don't know it, I know you love this game. A lot. such a such a good game. It's really a it's good like, game. Like next
0: year I'm gonna play Xenoblade Chronicles. That's the one. Yes. This year I played Pokemon. That was the one. It killed it killed Dragon Quest. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm uh, still gonna play Dragon Quest. I'm convinced. I'm gonna send it to you. Yes.
0: Uh it. next question comes from Egg Shen. If you were young again, say so between six and twelve years old, which switch would you be more excited to open? The light or the OG? Um I can six. take this question first because Jack is ten mm-hmm. and Jack was so more excited to play the light. Yeah. Um, just the
1: way that it looks. It's
0: just the way that it looks. And it and it uh, fits his six, little hands. As long
1: as it looks cool, yeah, Uh, but like older me, I'm more in the, I do still like those novelty looking ones, you know, I buy the the cute looking ones and have them on my shelf and everything, but I really, really like the slick look of the gray OG Switch. That's why I didn't get the neon controllers at first, because I liked the clean gray look. I mean, personally,
0: I've... Again, I've never been much of a portable player. So if I could, I had the option of playing on a TV. I always did. So I think even six year old me would have wanted to play at home, play on the TV. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred that versus playing the the light. And it was funny because Jack's played nothing but the light since he's got it. This week, and he played. Uh, we were playing Fortnite, and uh, he drained the battery. So I told him to like just switch over to the to the Switch. He picked up my Switch, and he was like, geez, it's so heavy." He mm-hmm. just.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I'm, I'm thinking about what I was playing during that time, and having an atomic purple Game Boy color was lit. Like it was, it was the thing. If if you had the cool colors of or or the translucent colors on the N sixty four controllers or the Game Boy colors, you know, you were the cool kid. Instead of sitting over here with the lame o gray controller, you know.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. Also the time to be alive in the 90s. Everything was colorful.
0: I'm going to say this in their next episode, but I'm going to say it now because I think it makes sense. I think I'm going to get a light. I've got $75 in credit that I've been stashing. Like I have it on a GameStop trade card. Mm. And if I get just like another gift card for Christmas or if I sell Dragon Quest or something like that, like if I'm I'm like 40 or $50 away from just being like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and pay the other hundred bucks and pick up another light the question then becomes do i get the yellow one because i really like the yellow one or do i hold off and wait for the inevitable animal crossing one that we know is coming
1: that's why i'm holding. yeah that's so like I if
0: i'm gonna buy one if i've got you know because i'm essentially gonna get one for half off like i'm gonna be able to get one for like 90 bucks so yeah. if i'm gonna get one do i wait for a special edition or do i go ahead and pop on the yellow one now because i still like the yellow one it's, i think it's still my favorite not sure. If I could get a yellow one used or like if there was a sale, if I could get that price even lower, if I could get a light for like 60 bucks. <laughs> don't
1: have post-Christmas sales though? Where they it's like usually. a whole ton of inventory and usually time to get.
0: So, because I don't have any other games. I've bought all these games that are coming out and I've got game pass and stuff. So I have this credit that I've been holding off to when I, the last time I traded in a bunch of games that I have had nothing to spend it on. Um, you know, because like even on the sales that I get, I don't buy them at GameStop. Because the sales yep. aren't as good. I get those on eBay and things like that. So I just, I have nothing else to do with it. The credit's been there. Right. I've, I've had a credit for like eight months just sitting there. Mm. So I don't know what to do with it. Anyway, that will do it for this episode, episode 112 Game Awards recap of the Nintendo Shinneck podcast. Love you. And we can't wait to see you uh, next week. Hope you listen and like our Game of the Year Christmas episode, which we're going to record right now. We're going to record it right now. We're going to go off air. We're going to close this down. Um, refresh my drink, and we're going to talk about our favorite games of 2019, and then we're going to discuss some extra 2020 stuff. So, uh, Merry Christmas, and uh, hopefully you tune to the next one. Keep going. We'll listen to the next one. We'll see you yep. next week, Kooblings. Bye! Whenever you're ready. All right. This is Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening, and I forgot the line already. What? What? <laughs>